listening to the Right Talk Wednesday podcast, made from the video stream, which happens every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central on both YouTube and Twitch. If you'd like to watch the actual live stream, you may do so by visiting musecharmer.com and going to the Right Talk Wednesday show page. You can also find archives of the show on YouTube under the live tab. Enjoy. It is six o'clock here um, in Missouri, where I am coming from. So I wish everybody a good evening. And if you're watching this at a different time, then I hope you are doing well when you're watching this as well. The talk I want to give today is part of our NaNoWriMo prep series. And I know a lot of you guys out there um, know about NaNoWriMo, but I want to do a, a brief moment to explain what it is for those who aren't familiar with it. It happens in November of every year, and NaNoWriMo is short for National Novel Writing Month. What happens is during the month of November, we try to write 50,000 words or basically what used to be called a category length novel. We would write that in a month. And the whole idea is the fact that usually you get Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So a nice four day weekend in there for the American Thanksgiving holiday. And because of that, you can get to spend a lot of time writing, especially if you're not a football fan. And I'm referring to American football, not soccer. <laughs> and so, because on Thanksgiving weekend, it's parades and football games, bowl games. No, bowl games don't start then. Um, but football games. And if you're not a sports fan, or at least like me, the sports that I love are not on television very often. So that means you get a lot of time over this four days where you're theoretically not working to do what you want to do, which for us authors means we're working on our books. So to kind of kick this off for the month of October on every Wednesday, I am going to do a brief explanation to help you prepare for NaNoWriMo. And I'm going to center around questions like, should you actually do NaNoWriMo? Is your life settled and in a place where you feel like you can accomplish this without stressing yourself out? I'm going to talk about what books or what stories, how to pick what project you want to work on for National Novel Writing Month. And I'm also opening the floor to your questions. I'm live on YouTube. I'm also live on Twitch and I'll periodically switch back and forth to see the chat and to see what might be happening if there's any questions. You are also welcome to send me questions on Facebook where I am Epona Author Solutions. You're also welcome to send me questions on Mastodon where I am Kit EAS, the abbreviations for Epona Author Solutions at EponaAuthor.social or you can use my personal account, which is kitmuse at eponaauthor.social on Mastodon. And I love Mastodon. Um, I have found that there's just a lovely writing community there. And that's really my new home as I am no longer on Twitter. You will still see the Epona Author account on Twitter, but I'm not there. I don't look at it. I try to pretend that X does not exist. Um, so I just want to go ahead and share that with you. 
So it is, it's just a little after six o'clock in case anybody is just joining us. This is our very first Write Talk Wednesday stream. And we'll be going through a program and talking a little bit about should you actually do National Novel Writing Month and what sort of things do you have to think about when you're doing National Novel Writing Month. A little bit about me before I begin. I have been a published author for 21 years, almost 20. It'll be 21 years this December. I have been published with a publisher, with many publishers, actually. I At one time, I worked with up to 10 publishers um, in the digital first space. Writing, I, I got my start writing erotic romance. However, my love, my heart, what I really wanted to write ever since I was a teenager was fantasy. And so I have put the erotic romance to a side. I haven't, I've got some stories out there that at one point I was going to release. So if you see any new stories like that being released, just know they were written years ago and life kind of has happened. So I no longer actively write or promote my romance novels. I currently write fantasy and I also write equestrian literature. And I'm in the process of rebranding and renaming with my new author name, some of my fantasy, kind of doing a little bit of a shift with my equestrian literature as well. And we'll be working under my new pen name with that, as well as I want, I'm writing some young adult, both fantasy and real world, I guess you could say equestrian works as well. When I look at my Amazon dashboard, I have published over 200 books and that is again over a 21 year span. A lot of what I have written, um, although I haven't written for the past couple of years before that, I wrote a lot of novellas. So probably, you know, a lot of those stories are 20 to 40,000 word novellas because that is how my mind works. So when I say books, I'm not talking about big, you know, Lord of the Rings, 1500 page tomes. I would much rather take my story, break it up if it can be broken up into a few novellas and release it that way. Just because I find that most people's attention spans these days, my attention span these days lends itself to novellas. But I have been around editing and publishing for like decades. Um, I ran a publisher for about 10 years. I currently run Epona Muse Publishing. We do royalty paying anthologies that are essays, nonfiction, dealing quite a bit with neurodivergence, chronic illness, queer themes. And you can check that out at publishing.eponaauthorsolutions.com. So you know, I've been an editor. I've done NaNoWriMo for many, many years. I haven't done it since 2013, but before that I did it pretty much on a good 10 year streak. And I won most of those years, of course, uploading my novel to the Na NaNoWriMo website and actually getting it validated is another thing, but I did write those words. I, one of my best selling books was a NaNo book. And I talk a little bit about that, and I will be talking a little bit about that in these streams. So let me just go ahead and dive right in. I'm going to go ahead and share 
my presentation with you. There we go. Let me bring that up. And just a second here. There we go. So let's just dive right in to should you even do National Novel Writing Month? Uh, I am Kit Kalestow. I realize I haven't given my name. I am Kit Kalestow of Epona Author Solutions, and this is part of the 2023 NaNoWriMo Prep Series. That's a very important question. Should you even do National Novel Writing Month? Because there's a lot of pressure. If you're not used to writing 50,000 words a month, and there were months where I, you know, wrote two or three novellas plus some other projects. So it wasn't uncommon for me to do a 60 to 80,000 word month writing. I can't do that currently with the way that thing, you know, going to school full time, working full time. But, you know, it's a big commitment to write that many words if you're not used to writing that many words. And so what I like to do is about this time of year, I like to sit down I like to think about, should I even do it this year? What is going on in my life? And so that thought process is what I want to take you on. Our agenda, I've already explained it a little bit before the start of the hour, but I want to start by just explaining what is National Novel Writing Month, the steps to take even if you don't participate, some things to consider, and then I want to talk about what if you don't complete National Novel Writing Month? You know, nobody is going to come and beat you up. Nobody's going to call you a failure. Nobody's going to call you names if you don't complete this big undertaking. But some things to think about and maybe prepare for, you know, making sure that your mindset is good and you're being kind to yourself. And then we'll talk about the next stream and the next steps. I anticipate we'll spend about 20 to 30 minutes here together and then I will look for questions and see if there's anybody out there. And if not, we'll wrap it up. But if so, I am happy to answer questions live about anything writing and publishing related. I've already told you a little bit about myself. I just want to share some pictures of my book covers. Um, you'll notice that the author name on these say Mary Kit Kilstow. Um, I am currently rebranding to just be Kit. And so the equestrian literature that says Mary Kit Kalestow is going to be more women's literature and everything else is going to be more queer and trans focused. The fantasy books I will be rebranding as Kit Muse. And you'll see that on my website, kitauthor.com. But I have over 20 years of publishing with 10 of those as an editor and an author services provider at Epona Author Solutions. I've recently added author coaching to my services and I am passionate, passionate, passionate about helping authors avoid burnout and get off the hustle bus. I could do an entire stream and in fact, maybe I will um, when we get past National Novel Writing Month to just talk about the changes I've seen in the publishing world in the past 20 years. Right now, my preferred genres are fantasy, young adult, and queer equestrian lit. And that picture is was taken a few years ago and it is me and Superduck. So 
again, I just want to reiterate what is National Novel Writing Month or NaNoWriMo or NaNo. You'll see it abbreviated a million different ways. It is held every November. And again, the theory behind that is in America, you get a long holiday. And so you should have more time to write. The goal is to write 50,000 words in 30 days. And that breaks down to 1,666.666 forever and ever words a day. It's just easier to round it up to 1,667 words. It's not just an American thing. So, you know, you hear me talk about the American Thanksgiving holiday and why NaNoWriMo was chosen for that month, but writers all over the globe join. And there's a great sense of camaraderie and fun. There's live and virtual events. If you live in a major metropolitan area, like I used to live in Des Moines, Iowa, where we used to have write-ins. So everybody piles into a Panera Bread. We write like crazy for an hour. And there's just, there's good energy. You get to meet people. It's a good way to kind of beat the solitary nature of being an author. For those of us now who live well away from everybody else, there's also virtual events on different servers, virtual events online, different streams that are happening. Um, there You can find events. And this website here, nanorimo.org, if you sign up there and make a profile, you can even connect with groups that are hosting those events. So why should you join? Why should you join this mad dash to write a book in a month, which seems just absolutely overwhelming if you're not used to writing and you're not used to thinking about achieving a goal that quickly? Well, some of the good parts is it provides focus and intention with an achievable goal. So when you, there's an energy to National Novel Writing Month, and I can't stress this enough, and it's very hard to relate through the actual computer screen. But there is a, a energy to knowing that everybody around the globe, there's a whole lot of people, millions of people, I bet, all working towards the same goal and all wanting to do the same thing. And it's kind of a rising tide lifts all boats. There's some gentle peer pressure, sometimes not so gentle peer pressure, but there's a good feeling that, you know, okay, I've got to get my words in today because I know a lot of other people are getting a lot of other words in. And that does cause great connections with other writers, both globally and locally. It's also a good excuse to try something new or that for fun project. So that best-selling book, my best-selling book that I did was ended up being one of the first bear shifter erotic romances that was published. In fact, I believe it was the first polar bear shifter erotic romance that was published. And it was like, you know what? There's this event. 50,000 words in 30 days, why not, you know? Why not have a project that you're excited about, that you want to do? And I had a blast writing that book. And yeah, because of the way it came to market and everything, it, like I said, it ended up being one of my best-selling books ever. 
another year, I actually took my first forays into young adults. I did a young adult alternate history fantasy book that actually set the stage, even though that book hasn't been published, um, cause it's got flaws and it's got issues that needs to be worked that that book actually set the stage for my entire fantasy world. And so if you can, if you can do a, Hey, why not type project that takes a lot of the pressure off of you. And it's, it gives you some momentum because you want to keep going back to it. Cause you get that dopamine hit because it's something you want to work on. You could also jumpstart your writing, a new pen name. You can use it to, you know, make a, a, a great start on trying something different. The flip side of this is it does require consistent dedication and focus. If you're being pulled in a million directions, and I know a lot of us are, you may want to create your own NaNoWriMo, and I'll talk a little bit about that later. It can be very overwhelming with everything going on, especially if you connect with NaNoWriMo.org um, and you're in a larger area. You're, you know, there was two, maybe three write-ins a week when I was in Des Moines. Even though I'm kind of in an other area of Missouri, there's still, and, and these events are hours away from me, there's still quite a bit of activity um, in that region. And so you can get a lot of notifications if you're on a discord server where there's a lot of activity that can feel a bit overwhelming. So you might need to moderate your intake there of notifications, maybe mute some things. It can also feel lonely if you live in a more rural area. And, and that's kind of, you know, I, I left the Missouri other group because the write-ins they were having were literally three and four hours away from me. And it was like, I understand I live in an extremely rural area, but there are some big for this area cities. And it makes me think that, you know, maybe they should have, you know, it, it, it felt lonely. So that is, that is kind of one of the downsides. And if you have other responsibilities, it can add too much to your to-do list, to your plate, whatever you want to call it. Adding that goal, like I have a daily writing goal and my daily writing goal is somewhere between like a thousand and fifteen hundred words. And there are some days I make it and some days I'm like, nope, I'm not going to write today. And it usually just depends how work goes, what I have to do for school. If you've got a lot of other responsibilities like that, it can add too much to your plate to actually try to do National Novel Writing Month and that defeats the purpose. So even if you don't join, what should you do? So like this year, I am not doing National Novel Writing Month. I will support you. I will cheer you on. I will be, you know, very excited for you guys and, and, and hope everybody out there um, does go ahead and hope everybody meets their goal and wins National Novel Writing Month. But... I'm not doing it this year because work and school is just a bit too much right now. But you know what? I'm signed up at nationalnanowrimo.org. I can still make connections. I can still track my writing progress. I can cheer on your fellow author, my fellow authors on social media. I can also make a smaller goal or do a non-traditional nano. So 
the the traditional nano is one story, one book of 50,000 words. But you know what? If you've got two projects you want to do or you write novellas better, so you want to do two or three novellas, you can do that if you want to do an editing nano where you want to edit, you know, five pages of your manuscript a day. You can make a smaller goal. I want to write 500 words a day. And that's probably what I'm going to do is do a smaller goal and kind of a more personal um, goal for November. But you can, even if you can't put your word count in and win, and when I say win, you get a little badge for your website and a little banner on your profile. It's not like you win money or anything. But if, if you want to do something smaller, you can. If you want to do something smaller, then that may make more sense for you. If you're not sure whether you can do a, a nano, some things to consider. What support systems do you have in place? One of the things I have said for my entire writing career is that I have been very thankful to have people around me, my spouse, uh, when my mom was alive, my mom, people around me who knew just how important my writing was. And so, like, for example, when I did National Novel Writing Month, my mom would always ask, did you get your words in today? So what support systems do you have in place? Do you have people around you who understand how important this is for you? Do you have people around you who would... um you know, who would actually understand what NaNoWriMo means to you. So do you understand that? Do, do you have people around you who understand that? Are you in a drafting phase or are you editing? In other words, are you writing? Are you, um, you know, are you editing? What are you doing and how does that work? with writing the National Novel Writing Month. Do you have a project ready to go or does it need to simmer some more? In other words, do you have a project that you're ready to start writing or do you need to maybe do some editing, maybe do some plotting? What does your schedule look like now? How many words a day do you write now? Do you have a consistent writing habit? And do you have any additional responsibilities coming up? So like for me, I've got one more class being added to my class load because I'm doing a second block class that starts next week. And I already know I'm pretty busy with school and then we're gonna add another class for eight weeks. And that to me was the tipping point. I was like, nope, I've got something else being added to, to my plate, to my to-do list. And so that's what I am going to, you know, that, that's what's making me put a pause on Nano this year. And so this is a question I don't think a lot of people ask, but it is, are you prepared to miss the mark? Are you prepared to fail? Now, I'm not saying that in a mean way. I'm not saying that in a way that indicates that you will. 
but I think it is very important for you to kind of do a what if scenario in your mind, because sometimes life happens and you don't make your nano goals. And I want you to be gentle with yourself. I want you to give yourself all the love, all the support, everything that you would give your best writing buddy, everything that you would give your best friend if they didn't make their writing goals. It's important to understand why it may have happened. You know, again, did you have something come in on your schedule? Um, did you have a health issue come up? Why may have it have happened? I don't want you to prepare for failure, but I do want you to think about this so you can prepare to be kind to yourself if it happens. And finally, I want you to remember that you're not a machine. If, if, you know, if your creativity seems to slow down, if you have health or life or family things come up, you are not a machine. And so I think it's important to, for all of us, especially in, in this day and age and in, in this publishing paradigm to remind ourselves that we are not a machine. So let's just kind of take a moment, take a deep breath. I'm going to check for some questions here. Um, but what is the next stream and what are our next steps? I'd like you to join us every Wednesday in October at 6 p.m. Central. And I've given the um, U.S. Central specific time zones there, Pacific, Mountain, and Eastern. Next week, we're going to talk about what projects should you choose. We're then going to talk about dealing with setbacks in the long haul. And finally, we're going to do just a really good prep. You know, what do, what do you need to have in, 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 in order in order to do this? I want you, if you haven't already, to sign up at nanowrimo.org if you haven't already. If you do have an account there, make sure it's up to date. You might not have logged in for a while. Think about what your November might bring. Start to make some plans. Start to go over those questions. Make sure you do put our streams on your calendar. And finally, if you go to EponaAuthorSolutions.com slash MME bundle, you'll get a free gift of my marketing mindset and editing bundle. And you'll be up to date on the streams and what's going on. You can always catch the replays on YouTube. The replays currently stay on Twitch for about two weeks. So the YouTube channel, YouTube slash at Epona Author Solutions will go ahead and get you the replay of this stream. So I really want to, you know, I'm checking here for some comments and questions, not seeing any right now. As you, you know, as you know, you can always send them to me through social media. And I am very happy that you were here. I'm very happy that you've chosen to, to join us here today. And thank you so much again. And I look forward to, to talking with you next. You've been listening to the Write Talk Wednesday podcast, taken from the live streams hosted on Twitch and YouTube every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central. The music you're hearing 
is Light It Up from Purple Planet Music. Learn more at purple-planet.com. To subscribe to our show, to subscribe to this podcast at any of your favorite outlets, please visit musecharmer.com. You can subscribe to a feed of all shows or just the Right Talk Wednesday show. Either way, we appreciate your support. Don't forget to like and follow us on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you are so moved, we would love it if you would go to our Ko-fi and drop us a little donation. The links are in the footer at newscharmer.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.